When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. It's not folklore, it's fact that country footy brings local communities and its people together. Visit countryfootyscores.com.au Delivered by Red Energy and TAC. Get your country footy fix and all the latest results at countryfootyscores.com.au And Matthew, we can see the finish line now. How are you, mate? Uh, hey, Joel, Spud, how are you? Yeah, we can see the finish line. It makes... You blokes said no, we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. The moment you go outside and start to feel that, that warm air, you know it's oh. finals time. Absolutely. Well, before we get on to the teams who are still here, Matty, let's talk about those who missed the finals. And, and mm-hmm. basically, give us an appraisal of where you think they're at. Uh, are they on path to every year? Three teams typically go into the eight who weren't there the year before. Three go out. So maybe eventually land on who those three teams are. Let's start with the Sharkies. They pick up Craig Fitzgibbon mm-hmm. and Stephen Price comes in. Nico Hines, Dale Finucan. Uh, how do you make the Sharkies going? Well, I think they'll have a yeah, good season next year. I see them up around five, five to eight. Um, don't know if they'll bust into that top four, but uh, Fitzy's inheriting a good, good football side. Plenty of good young blokes, and Fanukin's an out-and-out leader, and Nico's on the way up. So I think they're going to have a really good 2022. What about the Raiders? Uh, the Raiders yeah. have uh, they're in a bit of a precarious position, aren't they? They are, Joel, because I, to me they look like a roster that needs turning over. And that's really hard to do in this uh, in the competition these days. And traditionally, Canberra, well, in the last 20-odd years, it's been a difficult place for the club to recruit to. They had to go to the north of England and get players. That's, that relationship seems uh, to have soured. Uh, and so they're, they're in a precarious situation. Uh, the Dragons, Matty, the Dragons, so they're... They've finished off uh, indifferently because it hasn't been a great finish due to the barbecue. They hadn't had a win after that. They have the arrival of Sloan. They have the arrival of Amone and also uh, Sullivan. Now, you'll recall Nathan Blacklock. And, and with Nathan Blacklock, as you know, Matty, he would just take off before the rest of the pack. Yes, he was quick, but he was quick between the years. So if he saw something happening, bang, he was off. And I'm seeing the same thing in young Sloan. Six tries in five games. Of the three Dragons, before I ask you how they're going to go next year... Sloan, Sullivan, Amone, uh, mm. which of those three do you have the most uh, interest in, would you say? Sloan, without yeah. a doubt. As soon as you see the ball hit his hands in his first game, you uh, something special about him. Just a beautiful mover, got great instincts for the game. And uh, Anthony Griffin's taken quite a, a lot of risks here. He's, he's t- he really is turning the ro- roster over, which they had to do. But I still question letting go of someone like McGuinness. I can't get my head around that. But anyway, nonetheless, but you know, he, ha- he had to make changes. He's doing it. Get the feeling that next year there's going to be more pain. But, uh, yeah, it'll take a few years to turn that around. Yeah, Matt, he brings back great memories. Um, we've all played final series. Um, how were you before games? Were you one of these blokes who play a game on Tuesday? And I was one of the worst. Mm. Um, who, who was probably uh, the person in your squad back then um, would probably you know, play his game Tuesday nights? Yeah, there was, 
I mean, the the Mad Dog took a while to sort of get like he he perfected his his pregame ritual. He had superstitions, <laughs> he had diets, and everything going on. To the point, sometimes I look at him on a Friday, it's like he was going to combust. <laughs> Mate, I, I always found for myself, Spud, that the bigger the game was, the less nervous I, I, I was. Whereas, you know, if it was, if you're playing a side who's coming second last, it's the middle of the year, it's a little bit rainy, you're sort of going, oh, yeah, you start to have concerns. You start to get nervous because you're not nervous, if that makes any sense. The, I'd be nervous on the Warriors because culture's everything and they just completely imploded in their last game and shows a lot about some of the characters mm. in the team, Matty. Uh, they've got the young kid superstar, Reese Walsh, but how do you think the Warriors look into 2022? Well, they've got a great pack. Um, you know, taking away what happened last weekend, they just totally they lost their rag completely. Um They've got a good pack of forwards. Aiden Fennell, Blake's, in, you know, in the argument, being the best you know, front rower in the game or middle forward in the game. He's a fantastic player. Uh, a lot's going to depend on Sean Johnson going there. I'm really interested to see um, the three-man combination of uh, Chanel Harris-Tavita, uh, Reese Walsh and Sean. They need Sean to have a big season. Uh, he's going to have a good pack to play behind. And as I've stated previously, if I was I was the Sharks, I wouldn't have let him go. So that'll be an interesting one. Regards, um, yeah, the, the the West Tigers, the woes. I, I really feel sorry for um, Madge McGuire. We've seen his passion, but some of these yeah. players at the end of the day, like yeah, they'd be, they'd be beaten, beaten the way they did. Then put the body on the line. There was no one out the line, come out the line whacking. They, they talk a big game on on the on the uh, you know when they get interviewed, but when they go on the footy field, they, they just leave it uh, inside the sheds. Yeah, you're right, Spud. They started to play um, very unlike a Match Maguire's mm. uh, Match Maguire coach side. Like even no matter, no matter how good South's attack was in their Premiership winning year, their defence they built their the foundation on defence. And the back half of the year, the Tigers' defence well, the, the, it was like they were just waiting to get the ball back, and everything just fell apart. Uh, what do they need to turn around? They've just got to find their identity. Mm. They they got like, I mean, what. What what do they stand for? How are they going to play? What are the principles of their play? What are the and then once you know those things, then you know what players you have to go after. But that last year, I, I said it on Monday with Vossi and, and and Cam Smith. I said the way they assembled their team, it was like building a house without an architect. Mm. There was just a little bit here, throw that there, bring this in. It was. It's just all over. It, there was no rhyme or reason. It was just we'll take whoever we can get. Yeah, but I'm really enjoying the um, just the growth of Pangai Junior with Penrith. Over saving mm. three weeks to get in the side, but he scored two tries. His input has been fantastic. He's starting to learn the lines, which is quite a bit crazy because yeah. I think it's going to be a great input. But it's, I think it's going to add further for him going to the uh, the Bulldogs next year. Yeah, it's um, the Tavita Pangai Brisbane. Divorce has been a good. It's been a good one for both parties, because uh, you know uh, Tavita was he, he wasn't happy there. There were a few things that had gone on. They just you know, Benny Eichen and Kevy just said, you know what? Let's. I think we should split now. He went away. He's gone. He's gone to the Panthers. And as you said, Spud, he's what he's learning there is how to play with playmakers mm. and how to let go of your needs and to fit into a football side. And at the other end of the coin, you got you got the Broncos. Who the Broncos. I, I look at their season. I see their season under Kevy as, as a uh, success. When you have a look at where he, where they were this time last year, the season 
they endured last year, how they started the season this year, and how they end up playing. So he's done a really, really good good job, Kev. The only team we haven't mentioned outside the eight, Matty, is the Cowboys. Uh, Diabolical. Yeah, do- mm-hmm. take it away. They were the, like, Tigers, incredibly disappointing, mm. but... Oh, man, the, the Cowboys, they've had a disappointing, what, three, four years? Really bad three, four years. That They were, they were man, they were, they were so poor. I, I sort of thought with how Toddy Payton went at the Warriors, I had him down to finish anywhere between 7 and 10, mm. uh, given the Taumalolo, the size of their pack and, and whatnot. But, you know, there's so much to sort out there. They've got... You know they're trying to work out their playmakers. They've got players on a here and there that are on too much money, and on top of all that, Toddy Payton just has to work out what is going on. I don't know if, how to use Tamalola. Mm. I don't know whether it's a it's a personality thing or purely on a differing in opinions on how he should play. But Tamalolo just, you know, might be completely wrong here. You know, and happy to disagree if you disagree with me. He just looked really unhappy all season. Yes. Uh, Matty, just on that, yeah, agree with that. Um, the spine. So you've got next year you're looking at, you know, is it Hammer? Is it Holmes at fullback? The halves? Is it Dearden? Drinkwater? Is it Chad Townsend? Is it Granville or Cotter at dummy half? What would be your starting spine based on what you've seen this year, round one next year? I'd have the Hammer at fullback, firstly. Yep. Val Holmes. I don't, he's not a fullback. He, no. he he goes to the wing. He's a really good yardage man. He can pick and choose his moments to get in field and and provide a bit of strike. Um, I like I like drink I like drink water. Drinky's got a little bit. Of, he's just got a bit of flair about him. You know, when he gets the ball, you just think, okay, there's something going to happen. Tommy did and Chad Townsend. There's a bit of a sameness about how they play. Um, oh man, you. It's, it's tough. Uh, to, 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 oh man, I, I look. My, my initial thought is to go. You give you know, did and showed a little back of the year. You know, they've been persevering with him, and he started to show a little bit of football. Mm. But you know, they, they've brought Townsend there to play in the halves. So oh, man, I, I don't know. They got a lot. Well, in a lot of ways, boys, it's a little bit. I reckon with the Cowboys, it's a little bit like the Tigers, in the fact that oh mate, we're in a world of hurt here. Come on, let's just try to get someone. Mm. Like they they took Tom Dearden up there. Um, okay, he's gonna you know he's gonna be a halfback. Then they bought went and bought Chad Townsend, and they've done this and they've done that. And you're just going, yeah, what is going on? What is the plan? How are you going to build the football side? Yeah, what about uh, tomorrow night's game? What's your take on it? You know, with the Melbourne Storm and the luxury of having Big Nelson, and you've got also Harry Grant, world class hooker on, off the bench, it allows the demolition man to go crazy through the middle. Um, what do you see that Manly have to do? I think. After the last time they played, they were saying that's probably the best they've been pushed the Melbourne side. But I've never seen Manly make so many mistakes. If they can yeah. correct that, they're going to be in with a big chance. I reckon Manly learned a lot about themselves after that game, Spud. And since then, they've played their best football. Mm. Um, Manly, uh, Storm sort of frustrated them into errors at times. I think what you'll see from Manly is they return to that formula they did against when they belted Parramatta. Is it coming out of trouble? Any time after, uh, after play three, if you get a bit of momentum, a quick play of the ball daily, just knock the ball down the other end of the field. We'll chase hard and we'll apply pressure that way. For Melbourne, you know, look, it's... And this is just shows the absolute, like, m- what a master he is. 
is that think about all the great players in this game. Yeah, what defines this whole contest is if Melbourne can stop Tom Travojevic. That'll be really interesting. And the other one is, boys, when you talk about ducks and drakes and tactics, what happens at about around that 25-minute mark? Because what will happen at 25 minutes, Harry Grant comes onto the field, Brandon Smith goes to being a running forward. Mm. Des will counter that and he'll put Dylan Walker onto the field, who I think has been playing really good at 13, the mil- and buzz around. Yep. And I reckon at that point, Bellyache might bring on Nelson to go up against that lighter pack from Manly, and like Dylan Walker. So that, that 15, 20-minute period going into half time is just it, tactically... It's a huge one. If one side dominates possession, they could really rattle up some points. Matty, he's the best of a one-man army, isn't he, uh, Bellamy? When you think 09, Hayne quite as a church mouse in the grand final. Ben Barber, likewise, 2012. Tao yep. Malolo was running forever, uh, 2017 yep. quite. To'o ran for only about 100 metres last year, Cleary quite. When it comes to just identifying a champion, he, he finds the answers, doesn't he? He does. Look, the Tao Malolo situation in 2017... Their, their method was go back to let's go old school and let's just chop his legs from first marker. Mm. Marker hit him inside out, hit him, chop his legs, and it just worked a treat. Um, it, it's, yeah, it's a big one. I, talking to Cooper Cronk about it, he said he would tell Pappenhausen to overstack um, Tom's side yep. and to entice, entice the other playmaker on the other side of the ruck to, to call the ball when they see a numerical advantage to risk probably a, it's a lesser of two evils it's it's such a big game tomorrow night boys and I, I i wrote about it uh, in the telegraph for tomorrow i honestly believe that the side who gets back who gets beat tomorrow night won't be able to rebound and win the comp because you know they 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 get beaten this game tomorrow night which i think will be a really high standard um you know tough fast they go back and they've got to play. Um, they've got to play a sudden death game, which, given the sides in that, I don't think will be a problem. And then they'll come back and, and almost ninety percent sure that they're going to have to go through a fresh Panthers to get to the grand final to even get there. So, although tomorrow night isn't sudden death, you can, I reckon, mate, they'll be playing like it is. Totally agree. And as you say, the loser, the winner of that game, uh, will see on the other side likely. Panthers or Manly in a semi-final. Like, like it is an unbelievable big game for that winner there. We move on. Uh, who's your tip, by the way, Matty? I'm going Manly. I'm going, sorry, I'm going Melbourne by four points. Melbourne Only because, four. as you boys said, they, they just find a way to lessen the impact of a great player. Yeah, no Addo Carr at the moment. This is the, It's now or never for Seagulls. If they can't beat them week one, they won't be coming back. I totally agree with that. Roosters take on the Titans. Uh, any chance of an upset here? It was a close battle last time they met. Well, styles make fights. If yep. they can move the football around, there are a chance it'll be. Uh, I'm, mate, the one-two punch. Uh, young Campbell, Jaden Campbell, and Peachy last week just drove, just drove the Warriors nuts with their speed and movement through the middle of the field. I look. If I'm Justin Holbrook, the the really crucial thing for the Titans is they they've got to get off to a really good start. They've got to apply, apply the pressure to the Roosters by having a good start. If the Roosters get off to a good start, they'll just, you know, sl- they'll just you know, find their rhythm straight away and they'll just apply the screws to the Gold Coast. And I just don't think the Gold Coast are the sort of side that can absorb that, that, that kind of pressure in a big game. So for that reason, in my opinion, they've got to start Fafita. Yes. You know, Fafita's a guy who 
I know, I reckon, that what he's doing, he's watching the clock, thinking to himself, oh, mate, you know, I'm getting tired. Can I go the distance here? He doesn't have to play 80 minutes, but I'll be saying to Fafita, mate, I need a huge opening 25 minutes from you. I'll rest you for the 15 minutes going into halftime. You get another 10 minutes at halftime, then I'll need 40 from you. But they just, they need a great start. And particularly if Sam Walker starts, I, I get the sort of feeling he might. If Sam Walker starts, Fafita's got to start. And and I'm Holbrook. I'm putting him straight on Sammy. Yeah, I've got to agree with you there, mate. Um, Titans. Uh, that's the best performance last week. Sure, it was uh, it was 38 block. They end up winning, but I need him to touch the ball 20 times. They they he, if that day for to touch the ball 20 times, they mm. win the game. I just don't know why he doesn't think look at himself in the mirror and go, I can do this. Because when he does touch the ball, he actually causes so much havoc. But he only does yeah. 12 carries a game. Yeah, you know what I reckon, Spud and Joel? I reckon, you know, it's really weighed on him, and we've seen this before with players. He's only a young bloke still, you forget that. I reckon the pay packet. Mm. You know, with the pay packet comes enormous expectations, and oftentimes big pay packets go to really hardened professionals, you know, at, at the peak of their powers, 27, 28. But this guy's only a young guy, and, you know, suddenly... He has a down week, and you know, rightfully so. He starts to get criticised, and I just, I, I've seen that weigh on him. I think that's a little bit to do why Justin Holbrook's played him off the bench to lower expectations. But in these big games, if you're getting paid the big dollars, you've got to get out and you've got to deliver. Matty, I reckon there's an opportunity. He scored a try last week from dummy half, and I watched it and I thought, how the hell would you stop this bloke if he wants to score from dummy half, low centre of gravity, those big legs? You can almost not stop him. I reckon they're usually flamboyant set plays, but I reckon you could just have forwards bashing it up towards the post. He's lurking in behind, and as soon as he's ready to strike, jump in there and go. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's almost yeah. impossible to stop, isn't it? Yeah, that's the thing about him. He's got such great natural gifts, and yeah, he can do, he can do that near the line. Just get, find a way to get him one on one and just give him the ball. Yeah, Joel, the and we we're talking about this the other night with Cooper Cronk. Said that we're chatting. I made the point that when Fafita learns to play with playmakers and learns how to get playmakers to get him into half gaps and gaps and get him one-on-one, he'll realise his potential. Nearly all of the stuff he does at the moment is just Fafita ball. <laughs> Throw in the ball yeah. and it's just all off the back of his size, speed, power and natural ability. You know, he can make life easier for himself if he learns to play with really good playmakers. The problem he's probably had is that as a kid, he's probably never had to hit a gap. So that's, um, yeah, he never needed to do is. that. Eels take on the Knights, Matty. And I know you've got to go shortly, but Eels taking on the Knights. The losing coach of this is under the Donald Trump. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is, look, on, on form and what's been going on, you, you go Parramatta because even Newcastle winning five in a row, their form was scratchy. But, Parramatta still got to prove themselves in these big end-of-season games. And Parramatta, I think, sometimes struggle with expectation. That applies a bit of pressure to, uh, to them and doesn't bring out the best. And the other thing contributing is that Caelan Ponga. Caelan Ponga might just get out there on Sunday and just have a day out mm. and can just you know, snatch a win for Newcastle. Uh, of all, Being a Newcastle boy, of all the sides to play in that top six, I, I prefer... Parramatta to the Roosters. I, I think I think with Parramatta, I think if Parramatta play to 95% and you say who wins, I'd say Parramatta, but there's not that guarantee. Parramatta can be flighty at this time of the year. Yeah, so you tip in the Roosters, Titans, Roosters, is that right, Matty? And you're going with... Yeah, Roosters. And then, then Eels, Knights? 
Well, Newcastle boy, yeah. go get Newcastle. Go the Knights. Uh, well, what I'm think, what I'm thinking, what I'm actually really thinking. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about the uh, last game, Maddie? The Rabbitohs versus the Panthers. What an absolutely oh, fantastic game! But what about the young, uh, the young fullback Tafe? God, I'd say he's been on some uh, bomb practice. Mate, I, Spud, I'll be surprised if he starts there. I'd be really surprised if Wayne puts him there. I know Wayne believes in him, but mate, Nathan will just be jamming up those big dead bull bombs. And, uh, man, yeah, it'll be a great game. Be a great game. Oh, I'm, I've got Penrith as my equal favourites with the Melbourne Storm. I, I see them just on rising every week since Nathan's return. And I can't, I, look, I can't see anything but a Penrith win. But Wayne can get his sides up. But, yeah, I, I'm, I've got to go with Panthers. Last year was a kicker, Matty. Um, he's, he, Nathan, he's got, it seems like an armory of different kicks. The one that, yep. the floater. Okay. Yep. What? How do you? How do you strike it? Is it? You got to hit it in the middle. Or is it? Is it the angle? What is it? What he does, he 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 puts the ball. It'd be like putting a ball on a table, and it just sits in that fashion. And what he does, he just kicks it with bang with this um, entirely the, the the flat of his foot. So mm. I, I asked once again Cooper Cronk about. It. I said, "How do you hit those?" He said, "They're really hard." He said, "You've actually got to really stiffen your foot." And just whack it hard foot flat. And he said, if you nail it, he said, it just goes up and it just floats. He said, you feel it. He said, it's got, he said, it's got a uh, very small margin of error. Right. But Nathan seems to have nailed him. And <laughs> no, mate, look, when he get, when he nails it, it doesn't matter who who's the fullback. If he gets them right, they don't catch him. Exactly right. Speaking of fullback, and we'll move on now. You've got to go. But uh, Rabbitohs, Panthers, no Latrell Mitchell, the centre, whether it's Momorowski or Burton. If Reynolds and Cody aren't on your side, you've just got to push everyone over because that's 100% where the ball's going. So you've got Manly Roosters. Sorry, you've got the Storm, the Roosters, the Knights, and the Panthers winning week one, which means I've got the week two here really quickly. Matty, Manly would play the Roosters. Who's your tip? Manly. Manly. Knights would take on South. Mm. Oh, mate. What it, got to be the Knights. They could do it. Well, they could. If you're mate. having a day out, they could. <laughs> Well, yeah, who knows, mate? Look, if we can get to the second second week of the finals, yep. they've done great. And just the prelims would be Storm versus the Knights. We're saying Storm, mate. We've got a long way through. <laughs> yep, Storm and Knights. Right, oh, Panthers and Manly. <laughs> man, uh, it's got to be Panthers. Mate, it's confusing. Oh, man. Oh, and your premiers, your premiers, Maddie, or who? Uh, Penrith. Penrith. That's the case. Yep. I, I, I look. I got a young bloke in Melbourne, but uh, Penrith. I think Penrith is just the way they're playing. They're on the up. No, you've had a big shift, mate. We appreciate your time. Uh, what's on tomorrow, quickly? Uh, we've got uh, the Eighth Immortal, Andrew Johns in there. We've got uh, Andrew Webster. Mate, discuss all things about the uh, the Tigers review, uh, album of the week, movie of the week. Mate, it's uh, – and, of course, mate, preview on all, all the games. So plenty going on, lads. Beautiful. Good on you, Matty. We'll chat uh, soon. Matty Johns on so, Drive mate. with Joel and Fletch. Good on your spot. See you, Joel. See you, Matty. With thanks to Four Pines Brewing Co. filled with real characters. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91 91.